This is Timestamp, the podcast dedicated to capturing this moment in time. I'm your host, Amy Breslow. Today's episode, Understanding and Assumptions. My guest today is Chris, who identifies as gender non-binary and just me. Chris uses he or they pronouns. Understanding who we are and the perspectives we see the world, the lenses, kind of the rose petal glasses that people might be more comfortable and familiar with. I am finding that I experience a world with more than just one pair of glasses, right? I have all these different perspectives of how I interpret the world based on my experiences. And the more I talk to others, the more I become aware that they are similar in a similar situation. And the reason this is so much on my mind is in this moment, we're in the middle of a huge revolution of sorts, a revolution that is calling us all to look at each other with our humanity in mind, in the sense of everybody has such a unique background. It's so intersectional that there is no one size fits all that works for being able to understand somebody when you meet them. Yet that is kind of how we've navigated life. And kind of, I have taken this moment to try to really work on my own self. And this is part of a longer journey for the past two years to be able to see my ideas for what they are. I had to undo a lot of my own transphobia during my process of coming out and transitioning. And this is transitioning through gender where I'm realizing there are a lot of negative narratives in my head from being raised female um, or like with feminine assumptions, right? To being raised, to be, uh, to coming to terms with being transgender, to coming to terms with being a queer human in general, to learning to understand, to see somebody for their experiences rather than the color of their skin, how they present, how they dress, how their hair is. And that is something I think every, not I think, I know every single person has their own layers that they navigate the life, their life with. So during this time period, I have been obsessed with understanding where people are at in terms of their journey to understand themselves, right? And it's a concept of Understanding that in the moment when you are interacting with somebody and they say something, how are you reacting to what they say? And this is complicated. There are so many layers and it varies on interaction to interaction with each person. I interact differently with my friends than I do with my family. And I interact differently with some friends and other friends because each interaction comes with its history. I was discussing with somebody uh, the way I voted, and I had mentioned the candidate, and there was a visceral reaction. They immediately 
were frustrated and angry and it's like a flip a switch just flipped internally and in that moment it it caught me off guard and my big task right my big responsibility in that moment was to not let my reactions override the ability to continue to have a discussion and i think that's where a lot of us that is a big thing where a lot of us need to learn and need to shed a light on that instinct reaction that ego and the ego is kind of like, but no, um, you're wrong. Seeing the world from a certain point of view. Because one thing this, this movement that we're in has highlighted is how much what we think we know is based on assumptions. And something like a point or an example of this is in medicine. Pharmacology in terms of like the chemistry of how our bodies respond to medication and this goes the interactions, how long it lasts in our body, what's the best dosage level to achieve the results. All of this, all of the research on these topics have been based on this stereotypical idea of a white cisgender. And by cisgender, I mean they, are, they identify with the gender marker on their birth certificate, white man. And it does a disservice even to the to the stereotypical white cisgender white man because no one is there is no standard of how people are you go to the doctor's office they don't say your blood pressure has to be exactly this number and your pulse exactly this number there's a range there's a range to understand what is considered healthy and what isn't and some of those ranges are not inclusive um, the BMI is another good example of this, where it has this understanding that you have to be a certain height and weight. If you were to take an NFL linebacker or, or anybody within the sports world, even baseball um, stars, they would be technically obese or maybe even morbidly obese. They're fit. They're healthy. We need to understand that these rules and regulations by which we navigate ourselves in the world we live in aren't always correct. They most of the time are based on assumptions. And this process of recognizing and understanding ourselves is also understanding how we interpret the world and whether we use these regulations, these rules that we've come up with to help navigate it. We are living in history and it's amazing to watch um the way i have viewed my part in this has been a lot of honestly introspection and on seeing myself because as somebody who is transgender i have lived a life with a lot of invisible barriers and in terms of the great picture of there is this pandemic, there is a Black Lives Matter movement, there is a Black Trans Lives Matter movement, there is so much need right now for individuals who resonate and understand this movement to lift themselves up and be the voices to take over. I have actually taken the opposite response because I have realized that for so much of my life, I have lived for others that I've never understood what it meant to live for me. And the best way for the most 
minority of people, which specifically are transgender people of color. If we want to change the world, we need to lift the most minority person ever. Like the, and by that, I mean like the person lowest on the totem pole, the one who is going to be facing the most obstacles. And that requires those individuals to really, really have a concrete understanding of who they are because they are going to be lifted to the point of the voice. They are going to be the one that transforms it. Like we're seeing now with, with this huge social movement of, of bringing forth names of transgender people of color who have led the revolution. It is a very weird time and I want to be optimistic and say this is going to lead to change. On the other hand, this isn't the first time this movement has happened. This movement keeps repeating itself because we as individuals aren't learning the lessons we need to learn. We, it feels like we are at a point in society where a lot of individuals are aren't willing to take a look at their actions. So they say one thing and their actions show another. Something that I am dealing with now is I have mentally booted certain people out of my lives because their actions towards me are very different from what they say. And that mixed messaging is causes a lot of struggle and it causes, it's a, it's a form of gaslighting. If someone says they're there to support you, but then don't reach out or they don't actually follow through with actions, that is hurtful. And then when society around you says, no, it's, you're being too weak, you're being too sensitive, that mixed messaging makes you feel like mentally you have something wrong with you. Unfortunately, that's the reality we live in, where minority groups are coming up and saying, hey, this is what we're dealing with. We can't overcome these obstacles. There's just one after the other after the other. And the other groups are saying, well, no, that's all in your head because they don't experience it. They don't deal with it. So it's not even that they have the obstacles. It's that on top of dealing with the obstacles, they're told that it's all in their head. So part of what is going to get us over the hump of this discrimination that, we're, that everybody's facing with, right, of these restrictions that we're facing with is, one, learning to see our actions as what we believe, right? Learning to align our actions with our beliefs. And two, learning to leave what isn't helpful. And one big thing I am learning is I am responsible for my words and my actions. I am not responsible for how somebody else reacts. And being able to differentiate that and learning that there is that line has been instrumental to giving me the courage to honor myself in interactions. And it's also been instrumental and like a key part, a key understanding of being able to say, you know, this person, their reactions, their responses, their actions do not align with me. And it is not my responsibility to change them. They are on their own journey. I can wish them the best without wanting to be in that space as well. And that is okay. There are going to be moments that are going to be painful or really sad or cringeworthy, and that's okay. The important part is to remove that judgment that you're feeling towards yourself that brings on those feelings and to be okay with yourself. Because in the end, 
those who are happy and content with their lives are more open to listening without judgment. And I think that's what we all need, right? We all want to feel seen. We all want to feel heard. We all have gone through difficult moments in our lives and no one life is akin to another. The important part is to be able to listen to each other and understand that what you might have thought was the right answer could be a correct answer, but there's oftentimes way more. There are more than just one answer. There's more to one way existing in the world. And until we can learn to appreciate each other for our differences, we are never going to get out of this cycle we are in of hurting each other. Thank you for listening. Timestamp is produced by me, Amy Breslow, with IT support from Alex Moreno and original music by Maddie Schuler. You can find us at timestamppodcast.com. I'll be back in one or two weeks with the next episode. Until then, take care and be well. Thank you.